0: Welcome to Basically Famous. Thanks for joining us. We're your hosts, Shelby and Tyler. Welcome to this week's episode. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back to Basically Famous, your favorite podcast of all the random things that the Schusters think are cool, important, or need to be made famous. This week, this is Shelby. And I'm so excited. We are inching closer to my favorite time of year Um, and today our favorite little brother Stetson and I are going to talk through um, a college football preview. We're going to talk through um, power five conference champions and who we think that might be. We will debate who we think might go undefeated in the regular season. We'll talk through high-level Heisman favorites because if it's not really gonna be somebody from A&M, we're not that worried about it. Um, our college football playoff projections. And we're also gonna talk about our favorite week one matchup because um, there are gonna be some decent games for us headed into Labor Day weekend. So super excited. Super stoked that Stetson was able to join us. Hi, Stetson.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm excited to be back on the podcast.
0: Everybody's favorite guest.
1: <laughs> a comical one.
0: <laughs> Entertaining. Yeah. We keep him around for the entertainment value, and we've known that for a long time.
1: Keep you on your toes. That's what I like to do.
0: All right. So we're just going to dive in. So, um, if you don't know me as well, if you're a friend or a follower of Tyler and you're diving in, I eat, sleep, live and breathe football when it's in season. And even during the off season, I have always loved sports. I thought my dream job and my end goal in life was to work, um, as a sports journalist as a sideline reporter. I wanted to be Aaron Andrews, Sam ponder. Maria, Gosh. Taylor, you name it. Um, and I've just always loved football. It is my favorite when it's just basketball season. I say basketball is my favorite, but football and basketball. Are way up there Um, and so it's been really great in life to have a little brother. Who I could watch games with who we would reenact games with, um, talk through whatever. Um, and we'll, we'll probably have some similar opinions as we go through this, but, um. He's like my go to person to text out any football drama. Um, we'll text each other during games all the time, and we love getting to go to games together to talk through everything. So, when I convinced Tyler to let me do um, a football preview because we were going to kick off the podcast, pun intended, um, close to football season starting, I was like, I can incentivize her to let us do this even more if Stetson's on it. So, Here we go. I don't want to get into like off season drama and all of those things, because I don't really remember what's happened. If we're being completely honest and it doesn't matter. Right? Like, everybody starts. At 0 and 0 week 1. But if you've been living under a rock, basically the transfer portal and TV media rights contracts are taking over the game of college football. Um, and so there's been lots of action on that front. Um. And we're, as I understand it, going to inch toward the end of sec on CBS coverage. That's my biggest takeaway. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have to listen to Gary Danielson anymore. I'm kind of excited.
1: I didn't even know that.
0: Yeah. Um, so let's start with a power 5 conference preview. Um, those right are the standard outside of last year um teams that enter the college football playoff right like that's who we look at that's who the committee considers the most viable candidates um let's move west to east so um we can save the best conference for last and because nobody really cares about the Pac-12 <laughs> so the Pac-12 um their biggest thing in the off season was that UCLA and USC announced that they're going to move to the Big Ten, but they will still be playing football in the Pac twelve for the next few seasons. Um, Utah was the winner last season, which I think it was their first conference championship. Um, so Stets, out of the gate, who you got for the pack?
1: Uh, I took Oregon.
0: <clears throat> really,
1: I took Oregon and uh, red. Revenge tour after they got mopped on this big stage last year by the Utah Ute. So, I took Oregon. They always have a bunch of good skill players. They just need some above-average QB play, and I think they could potentially be a dark horse to get into the playoff if they play their cards right. Do
0: you think Auburn transfer Bo Nix is going to be Oregon's offensive savior?
1: I've seen him mop the Aggies a few times. So, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's possible.
0: Enough. Okay. Hot hot take out of the gate. Because I did not pick Oregon. Um, so, this will be their first season under a new head coach. Mario Cristobal left Oregon for <clears throat> um, Miami. I feel like they're still struggling um, to find themselves in the post-Justin Herbert area. They had Kayvon Thibodeau, but, like, Hey, Thibodeau's want overrated. do yeah. you like to, I mean, he's a good athlete, but like if Oregon's defense can't stop people. Now they did beat Ohio State, but that was really an anomaly. Um I think as a feel-good story I want Utah to repeat. I think they have I think they're the closest team. Um I think they truly play for each other given everything they've been through. <clears throat> But I think a lot, and maybe it's more media hype and I'm leaning into that, but you have to kind of assume USC with Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams and however many like blue chip guys are on the roster, like that that. Has to factor in somehow. I can see that. Okay. If we're going to get through all my things, we're going to have to go a little faster as I'm looking at the time here. Okay. Big 12. As we move forward So 2021, it was Baylor. Um, Baylor had a really strong defensive roster. Um, they are the reigning sugar bowl champs. I don't think they win the sugar bowl if um, Matt Corral doesn't get injured. But that was a heck of a game. I am a defense gal. It is my favorite part of football. Miles Garrett is my all time favorite Aggie athlete. And Von Miller, as I said that I realized I was mistaken. (laughs) Um. From my research, they are going to have a young roster, right? A lot of defensive turnover. Um, I don't really know what the offensive side of the ball is doing. What I do remember is they don't have the best, like, quarterback play, but I think he was young. And I think you just assume Oklahoma, right, is going to win, but they have a new coach. They just lost their wide receiver coach. They're going to have a new quarterback because There's no Spencer Rattler. There's no Caleb Williams. But Texas is not back. Spoiler alert. Um, And Oklahoma State still has Spencer Sanders. And I don't think anybody else is going to be close. So I don't know.
1: No, 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 no. That's not right. Which part? I'm all all in on the Brent Venables at OU. Really? Uh, He's a defensive-minded dude. He's going to change the narrative over there. They're going to play defense first. Defense is going to win them the conference because there's no defense in the conference.
0: I would say it'll be really refreshing to watch a big Big 12 game where the score is not like 45 to 52. I mean, we
1: saw what he did at Clemson. So if he transfers that mindset, I think they're a legit threat to win the conference.
0: Yeah, I think given the level of recruiting an athlete that you know that they have, I think <clears> – <throat> It is gonna be Oklahoma. But there's always some kind of dumpster fire game for somebody in the Big Twelve, which yeah, is they're, they're gonna, why we love it so much. And
1: they'll yeah.
0: Stetson's younger than I am, but like I grew up in like AM Big Twelve, so it was like Texas winning everything. Um so I follow the Big Twelve just like purely for entertainment value at this point. Um but they hate us because they ain't us because now they're coming to the SEC. That's all I'm going to say. Back. Okay. Big Ten. Big Ten is probably outside of the SEC, like, the biggest contending conference for the college football playoff. Yeah. Um, Michigan won it last year um, in the first time for, like, 30 years or something like that. It was a while. I don't think Michigan repeats. And I don't see how anyone doesn't think that Ohio State wins it again.
1: <clears throat> yeah, when you got C.J. Stroud throwing the ball, I mean, it's hard to go against him.
0: And they have a new defensive coordinator. Um,
1: Ryan Day, I mean, he seems to be, he's already made a top tier name for himself, so.
0: Yeah. They know how remember- to win
1: the big game, so I don't see how anyone, how they let that slip out of their hands.
0: And I think, from what I'm remembering, like, the bigger games that might trip them up, they're going to be at home. Like, they're going to play Michigan in Ohio. They're not at Ann Arbor, right? Like, those – Yeah. The schedule's really going to work in their favor for home field advantage.
1: Well, what's it called? The horseshoe or whatever? Yes. Yeah. It's – I don't – I don't – I mean, I'd bet the ranch that Michigan doesn't be them. home. <laughs> so.
0: Um. Michigan has a lot of defensive turnover. I don't remember what the offense roster looked like, but I mean, like they're losing Aiden Hutchinson. There's another linebacker or two that are gone, so I think that's going to make a big difference. But I will say, like, the Big Ten can have some sneaky games similar to the Big Twelve. You know, I mean, Illinois how are you, upset Penn, Penn State, Michigan I was State, to say Penn State,
1: Penn State may win on the road at Ohio State. I don't know. <laughs> okay,
0: I. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to say this. um, My dear friend that is a Penn State alum, like, if you are listening, I apologize in advance, but, like, Penn State doesn't isn't going to win competitive games with Sean Clifford as their quarterback, and he's coming back for a sixth year. Like, they can't get rid of the dude. Oh. But we have signed James Franklin, the coach, to this giant extension. So, it's like, you're – there's this mentality of like let's just wait out Sean Clifford and see what Franklin can do. But um I, one of the I was the podcast I was kind of listening to to prep for this podcast talked about how Will Levis at Kentucky like he was the backup to Sean Clifford at Penn State and like they still picked Sean Clifford So, like how good is Will Levis if he couldn't beat Sean Clifford mm-hmm. for the starting position? I will say Sean Clifford stuff. He plays tough ball. Obviously, he's seasoned and he understands the game, but I'm pretty sure the Ohio State Penn State game is in the horseshoe. I don't think it's at Happy Valley. So, yeah, okay. ACC, obviously, Clemson's been king for a long time, kind of fell off last year um, with some questionable quarterback play. We don't know what DJ is going to look like. Like Stetson mentioned, Brent Venables is gone. He's now the head coach at Oklahoma. Pitt won last season, which we loved, right? Like kind of the shakeup of all that. But I, I would just think that it's going to be Clemson. I don't know if you maybe fully commit to their back, but. I I, put
1: Clemson, better quarterback play allows them to win closer games.
0: I don't think they, I think they started Ukulele uh, every game.
1: Because he I, struggled back. And I
0: don't think that they. I don't think they're going to tolerate that to the same extent this season.
1: But like, if Alabama last year was. a, a – Yeah, rebuild here. Get out of here. Nick Saban. <laughs> go
0: ahead. Uh, Steve, what you're gonna say?
1: I think DJ's going to come back with a little chip on his shoulder.
0: Because, I, mean, I, I mean, he, he was.
1: He was a Heisman favorite to win it last year, and then he kind of pooped to bed.
0: Really, I think the—I mean—that's we can—we'll get into that a little bit later. But Heisman favorites, I think Spencer Rattler was like one, and DJ was probably two, right? Like they were up there at least top five. But, yeah, and
1: I think when you're young like that, you buy into the media, and then you stop putting in the work, and then you get your lunch eaten.
0: Yeah, but it's—I mean—it's not going to be Pitt. Like I don't think anybody. No, I think I think it
1: I think it's Clemson.
0: Um. Tyler and I are all about Mac Brown 2.0 at um at North Carolina. We call him Granddaddy Mac. Um but the dark horse to me that I'll be really curious to see how they play is uh, Miami. They've got a new coach. Yeah. Right, they always like recruit really well, but um
1: Florida's some, got talented players in the state of Florida, so I mean They're
0: right there. Sometimes it's a dumpster fire. Um, obviously they're going to get a test really early on because they're coming to college station week three. But anyway, um,
1: I, I like to hire in Miami though. So we'll see what they do.
0: I, I mean, they were kind of shady about it. Like reports are coming out that they hired Cristobal without actually announcing that they had fired Manny Diaz who Manny Diaz is now one of the coordinators. I think the defensive coordinator at Penn state. So he's going to. I don't, maybe they don't play this season, but like at some point he will get a revenge matchup. Yeah. Which can be fun. All right. Best for last. It just means more. Hit us with the SEC chance.
1: Bama. Obviously,
0: obviously we love A&M. And in Jimbo, we trust.
1: Obviously, we want a to win, but, but they're coming for our heads this year. And we
0: not are gone. doomed playing <laughs> in Tuscaloosa. Like, in my little notes for this, I put doomed in all caps. Because I recognize the Cinderella, the clock has struck, and you're trying to get home before your carriage turns into a pumpkin that was the game last season.
1: Oh, it was incredible, but...
0: Um, I don't, I think Georgia wins the East. Yeah, I assume they'll go undefeated, but I think. I think Nick Saban's going to have um, Kirby's gonna calling call
1: He's going to have a dialed up for everybody.
0: And I think Bama wins the SEC, which they won the SEC last year. I think they repeat. Um, Are we going to get. Georgia, Alabama, again, in the college football playoff, maybe. There's a really good chance of that. Yeah. But um, I, so I don't, I don't follow recruiting. I don't follow practice. Like, if there's an injury report and my phone tells me cool. If someone's going to announce a starting quarterback, my phone tells me great. But um, who do you think will be the starting quarterback for A&M. To
1: start the year.
0: Yeah, or if Haynes, if it's two different Haynes people King. for if it's two different people to start and end it, then we can denote that. Yeah, That's
1: one starts and one finishes it.
0: I we had a really small sample size from Haynes King, and I get that. This is true. What I saw did not impress me. So I almost, think he starts. I almost but, don't want it to be him. He will have the most experience in the system, I guess.
1: You Which, know, and I mean, maybe he comes and balls out and. I mean, but I think Max Johnson's probably going to finish the deal off.
0: Well, he finished us off last season, so he might as well continue.
1: Yeah, shout out to Joe. We were talking about it earlier. Uh, people were talking about how he turns the ball over, and I said, well, he made quick work of us. <laughs> um,
0: okay, who do you think will be the four teams for the college football playoff?
1: uh I got bama georgia ohio state Clemson or Notre dame
0: oh okay, what if you have undefeated conference champions u s c and Clemson who do you pick if you can only pick one of them
1: probably u s c Clemson I don't know they're just Week one's going to tell us a lot.
0: Yes. Like, is really? is,
1: Notre, is Notre Dame going to show up to play against Ohio State? Are we going to see a culture change in Notre Dame, or are we going to see the overhype in, oh, we're going to start in the top ten every year and not end up ranked?
0: That's going to be a hard game. I think that's a hard – that's a really hard mashup, matchup that is not in, like, a neutral site to have as the measuring stick. I think yeah. the team wants to play for Marcus Freeman. I don't think they wanted to play for Brian Kelly.
1: I completely agree with that.
0: Um, So that's a good segue. So week zero, which I didn't realize this until today. um, So, you know, there's some, like, fluff games and, like, D3 schools, whatever, that play as part of week zero. But a week zero matchup in Dublin, Ireland is Nebraska Northwestern. Literally the bottom two schools in the um, Big Ten West, mm-hmm. but whatever. That should be fun. Um, favorite week one matchup to wrap to wrap us up here. Some notables are Cincinnati versus Arkansas, Oregon versus Georgia, which is technically at a neutral site, but it's in Atlanta, so it's basically a home game for Georgia. Um, Utah, Florida in Gainesville, Notre Dame, Ohio in the Horseshoe and then Florida State LSU, which is also neutral site in New Orleans, but also is basically the larger version of Baton Rouge.
1: Yeah, so my, my source, Joe, says that Clemson and Notre Dame play week nine. So we're going to find out who makes the college football playoff on week nine. But I also think some, I think half, half the teams that get in are
0: going to have a loss. It's like getting harder, I think, to come out of conference play undefeated. And it really just depends on the year, right? Like Alabama will probably go undefeated because the the toughest SEC West game that they have is assumingly, against us, where I think they opened as like a 17 point favorite on betting sheets, um, is in Tuscaloosa, but on the odd years when they come to college station, I think it's closer. Hopefully, no. Yeah, I favor. agree.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm excited. Well, I say I'm excited about Cincinnati, Arkansas, but I don't know what Cincinnati looks like without Desmond Ritter. Like that's completely new, but I think that's going to be, a that's a good test for them. Um, I feel like they have, you know, they're a school that keeps guys, right? Like they've been in the system three or four years, right? Even if they've having they've been having to wait. But they're gonna move to the Big Twelve. So this is they're gonna need to step up their level of play out of the American. No offense to the American. <clears throat> um Georgia, Oregon, I don't I don't know what's uh, favored by, but like you have to assume that Georgia I needs- highlighted
1: that one, but I don't know how good it's gonna be.
0: Utah just for general home general team cohesion, I think has a better chance against Florida. Um, but it's in Gainesville. Also don't know what time it is. If it's like a I feel like swamp during the day versus swamp at night is different.
1: One hundred percent. If you play in Baton Rouge during the day, it don't really matter, but
0: No, the swamp in Gainesville. Other oh, swamp. I know,
1: but I'm saying same deal. If you play during the day, you're like, yeah, but if it's a night game and the crowd's rocking, the lights are on. It's tough to win anywhere on the road nowadays, so.
0: Yeah. So, to round us out, who – so you listed off your four teams, and then we went to this whole segue. Who wins it all?
1: Uh, I put Bama. I think so, too. Bryce – you got Bryce Young throwing the ball to eight different five-star receivers. You got Will Anderson holding down the fourth. I mean –
0: and, they, well, and they're he's not shying away from the transfer portal. Like, they're getting – they had – I think – I don't know if he's still on the roster, but they had that linebacker that transferred from Tennessee. Like, they get, they get guys from other D1 schools or from smaller schools. Like, it doesn't matter if you have any decent football skills, Nick Saban is coming for you.
1: He's the guy. Will Anderson is an absolute beast. Big fan of that
0: guy. I would love to see him win the Heisman because he's going to. Only ever goes to offensive people. But he's, we'll see. He's going to. He should have won it last year. <laughs> Dark
1: horse for the Heisman is Devin A chain, if we use him right, but we'll see.
0: I would love that. Um I just want us to be competitive. I want us to win the games we're supposed to win. I want us to play hard in the games that we're not supposed to win. But who knows? I you can find me all day Saturday. Beginning September 3rd, and even some the weekend before during week 0, like planted on a corner in my couch. My phone will be on. Do not disturb or my football setting where Setson in and like 2 other people. If they text me, it comes through nothing else comes through. Um, and we're excited. I hope you're excited for football too, because I'm,
1: su- I'm super stoked to see what the Aggies do.
0: It's the most wonderful time of the year. It really is. Um, and I'm gonna probably yell a, a lot of bad words at my TV, and no one's gonna be around to hear me, so it's fine.
1: We've been a lot of bark in the off season. Let's oh. see if we got any bite.
0: Have we ever?
1: Let's see if we can bite when it matters the most.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we'll do a recap or a college football playoff preview show, tease some bowl games. Who knows? We, we are at the mercy of our co-creator. Uh, there you go. But Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you Stetson for joining. Absolutely. Uh, Gig'em and God bless and beat the hell out of everybody.
1: Heck yeah. <laughs> All right, bye.